welcome to Thread Raiders. You can't see it, but it's there. Come at me. <clears throat> Can we have like a live D&D game? Come at me. Yeah, I want to have like a real D&D crawl, like a real dungeon crawl just under the city. <laughs> Sorry again, spoiler alert, I drill into my dice. Edit! Edit! Come at me. My brain is on overdrive right now, guys. <laughs> We're going to label this podcast, come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> Come at me. I would like everyone to know that no butts were licked during this podcast. <laughs> Red Raiders. Hello. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread, Thread Raiders. 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 So, okay. you ready, TK? Let's do this! Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, one and all, welcome to the Threadrunners Podcast. What started as a small uprising on Twitter has turned into a movement to spread goodwill among all creators with the occasional side quest for pizzas and tacos. Yes! <laughs> I am the kilted sea lord uh, of this podcast, at least, TK. And I'm Chaotic Anarchy. And with us today, we have two awesome guests and yes. fellow Thread Raiders, Chet. Hello. <laughs> and, and Maxine. Why, hello. <laughs> Almost sounded exactly like Chet. That's pretty talented. I was trying. I was going for that. I was going for it, man. No flaw in this plan at all. <laughs> Wait, you guys planned? It's a tough beat, but somebody's got to do it. Oh, what? No. I didn't get that memo. There was no thing. Have... Well, <laughs> I just hit uh, record. I... <laughs> yeah, uh, I was told hit record, snap, and then do the intro. Yes. Let's do it. So first, we want to get to know you guys. We want to know everything about you, and I want the world to know about you. So That's let's start off with Maxi Face. <laughs> yes. So I hear you're an incredible voice actor. Oh, I think. I You're believe welcome. the word is aspiring voice actor. Don't make don't, me sound amazing yet. Don't correct the host of the podcast. <laughs> I have a tally to keep up with here. You can't see it, but I have hearts in my hands. <laughs> but I can see it. You can't. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> so tell us, why voice acting? So I've always been far too eccentric for my own good. That's a, <laughs> that's just the thing. Welcome to Thread Raiders, um, our new yes. motto. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. And um, when I was super little, uh, my parents, we did a evangelistic ministry. And mm -hmm. during the like uh, offering and special music time and whatnot, my brother and I would go up. And we do songs and whatnot. And we would, it got to the point where my brother and I were old enough to kind of put our own skits and whatnot together. So we would go around doing Veggie Tales skits to the like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales is. Oh, yeah, I know, right? A big Where thing is my hairbrush? Where is my hairbrush? Oh, where, oh, where, oh, where? Oh, where, oh, where, oh, where? Oh, where, oh, where, oh, where? 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 Oh, where, I was that one. I junior, and my brother was <laughs> everyone else. 
like he would be behind the like there'd be like a that kneeling pew like mm-hmm. at, the, at the front of the church and I would use it as a bed and I would just sit up like dramatically like doing my <laughs> song and he would just pop up from behind the bench and go down to pop up to be a different character <laughs> but all that to say from a young age I I didn't know what subtle was. <laughs> see, um, see, now I really need to hear your junior voice. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. I don't know if yeah. I can crack. If I can do the crack anymore. Like, the kraken? <laughs> is that what you said? Is, I don't know if I great, can do the kraken anymore. Okay, so, I don't remember that being in Veggie no, Tales. Max, you you oh, can get kraken. I mean, if <laughs> we're in Pennsylvania. Get kraken, Max. Is still open. Let's see. God is bigger than the boogeyman. He's bigger <laughs> than Godzilla or the monsters on TV. Not quite. It's a great, that great one. Good. Was, I don't think we can do any more than that. Otherwise, we're now uh, violating copyright. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I did. I you know I did that, and then I I got into theater, getting into middle school, and then right before the transition between middle school and high school, our radio station had a puppet ministry. And they were like, this would be totally up your alley. And you get to travel all over central Pennsylvania. And so cool. it would be so much fun. And I was like, I'm a school student. I have nothing better to do with my life. So <laughs> I went and it was completely eye-opening that I could have all these, I could take all those weird, crazy voices that I've been doing, like, just because I can, and put them to something. Like, so just said, that idea like, of, yeah. Weird, crazy voices. <laughs> like, what? Max, <laughs> how many voices can we get you to do on on? Uh, on yes, it? I mean, <laughs> incredible voice actor. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how much free voice like, work are we allowed to get the, out of you in one session? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's true. I mean, this um, you could use this for like an interview. You know, you could true, submit this whole true, thing like a random voice demo reel. <laughs> um, I mean, my I I posted on uh. Twitter at one point I was like guys is it too much to ask to just be like a cameo on some cartoon that I can sit with my nephew and he just love it Mm -hmm. and then later I tell him that was me and just watch his whole mind just blow right like is that too hard to ask wonderful my like dream I don't know why but my dream would just be a cameo on my little pony (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what kind of pony would you be I would be a brown like a mint chocolate chip like a brown (laughs) pony with mint green hair and some like mint stuff oh oh my cutie mark (laughs) would be like bubbles so it'd be oh. like a mint chocolate ice cream like sundae kind of yes. thing. With an actual mint That's leaf cute. And Yeah. I would, no, we need to write I would them. be Pinkie Pie's best friend Aww. that like she hasn't seen in forever. Because <laughs> she went off and nobody knew what she what happened. And then she came back and she was like, Oh my god, Pinkie Pie, I'm so happy to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It it's would two. be like <laughs> the bestest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or because I found in the puppet team thing that I have no man in my voice at all whatsoever. <laughs> because we did a lot of Bible stories and whatnot. And the majority of the stories that you would tell is like Jesus and his disciples and whatnot. So they always made me the youngest disciple so that it would kind of work (laughs) and so if I could somehow be in like a video game or something where I'm a man a boy or or something like that 
and then just be like, hey, guys, look, that is me. (laughs) (laughs) My voice has matured. (laughs) So where do you want to go with the voice acting? Do you want to stick with cartoons and Disney films? Oh, I would love to. I would love to do cartoon work. Um, I would also I would also not mind doing audio dramas mm-hmm. or like audio books. There's a company called Lamplighter Theater and they do a lot of they take books and they make them audio drama versions of them. Mm-hmm. And I just growing up, I have a lot of learning disabilities and whatnot. And it's always been like super hard for me to read major panic attacks and stuff. Just looking at oh, big no. books. So audiobooks has been the only way that I've been able to like really understand books and like want to sit down to look at them Mm -hmm. so I just think that would be really cool and also the fact that with all the learning stuff I've been told a lot that there's a lot of things that I can't do Mm -hmm. and voice acting is ironically amazing and I love it and it's everything they told me I couldn't do right (laughs) finding that niche that is you Mm -hmm. But also saying, I told you so, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I snub my nose in your general direction. <laughs> there are some uh, voice actors within our community also. I know like Throck Plays is also mm-hmm. a voice actor. And Virus the Bard does a lot of voice acting, mm-hmm. especially with his videos and yeah. streams. As- and I believe David Stelio. That's right. Yeah. David Steele with his sultry voice (laughs) as well. (laughs) That's that's another stream. Uh, (laughs) As an inspiring voice actor, what would you tell people in the community to any advice you would give them if they wanted to become voice actors themselves? Because I know it can be very challenging and it's tough Mm -hmm. to find jobs. Uh, Especially with the crazy stuff out there. Mm -hmm. And it is very overwhelming. There's been many days I'm sitting here going, what am I doing? (laughs) But I've learned at the same time, like I asked that same question to many other voice actors. Mm -hmm. And my advice would be the same thing they told me. Read everything out loud. I started a live stream called Bedtime Stories where I just... I'm, I'm very insecure about reading out loud. Mm-hmm. And so I found books that I've that I've already read. So I have an idea of what's going on. And then I will read a chapter a night. And it's for me. But I found it's very encouraging because other people are like, you know, you, I really enjoy this. I'm really getting into the book. And yeah. that makes me want to succeed and continue. And you're in your own comfort zone, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Get all in my comfy PJs and cuddle up with a good book. <laughs> but yeah, it's on hiatus right now just because life stuff has been kind of crazy and I've had to move around a lot. But if you go to Paris, my Periscope, that girl at that place, you'll be able to find at least, I believe, two or three books that are completed if you want to see what I'm kind of talking about there. Yeah, so, so we will add the link here with the podcast too so people can follow yeah. you. Yes. yes. <laughs> So before we go to Chet's interview, I just want to ask uh, more about Restoration Games. How did you become a part of that? Ooh. That's like how I, the first time I met you, you were a huge part That's of that. That's true. That yes. was so much fun. And you're going to be a Gen Con too, possibly, right? Yes. And um, I will actually be, oh, what is it called? It's, you told oh, there me it, it was too. Uh, I will be at Origins Ooh. as well. Um, Origins in Ohio. You've been there, Chet, right? I've not been to Origins. It's on my my list because it's very close. Yeah. It's been one that I've wanted to mm-hmm. go to multiple times, and uh, 
I was tempted this year, but financials <laughs> got in my way. Yeah. It gets like, expensive. I want to hug you. <laughs> right? I well, can't hug you if you're not there to hug. she gives the best hugs ever. Well, and I, I've demoed games and stuff before. So I was like, yeah, I really want to get involved with the people, the community, and doing uh, uh, game doing because it's it's so much fun and it's way better with community. It's way better when you know the people you're playing yeah. with. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it is something that i really want to do so one of these cons we're we're gonna we're gonna make that happen i'm just saying midwest cons are definitely like i'm getting to the point now where anything kind of in the midwest honestly if it hadn't been for some recent developments i would have been able to just you know go but um next year probably mm-hmm. i'll be open to pretty much any of the the cons in the in the relatively close area so that'll be fun yes See, I just want everybody to come to PAX Unplugged because that one I can get to. Yeah. Yay! That is, that is like to a that top one. priority for this year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what I can do. That was actually my first convention, PAX Unplugged. Really? That was your first one? I've never been to one before. Yeah, you must have been so excited. <laughs> I mean, it was my first for like everything. It was wonderful. But yeah, I got, I got into Restoration Games because my brother had started with them. He was actually working at a Barnes and Nobles and he was so into games and whatnot that he was like, can I start a game night, a board game night here at the store? And they were like, yeah, sure. You know, we can advertise some of the new games coming out and whatnot. And so they let, they let him head that up. Well, some of the, I believe it was the coordin- coordinator and her husband came in and they were like, you really like doing this, don't you? And he's like, yes, I really do. And he was just like, well, if <laughs> uh, he didn't know who they were at the time, but he was being completely honest, you know, he loves this. So then they were like, well, do you want to come to one of the conventions and help us demo some games that are coming out? We're in need of some help. Um, if it's something you're interested in, you know, let me know. And so after a little bit, they were able to, you know, talk back and forth. And so he went to his first convention there with them. Not his first convention, but like mm-hmm. with them. Right. And just fell in love with it. And then the next convention came around and they're like, well, we still need some more help. We're a little understaffed because this one's a little bit of a bigger convention. So mm-hmm. if you know anybody and he's like, well, this is right up my little sister's alley. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can, you know, we can ask, I'll ask her, see if she's interested. And I was just like, oh, you're letting me into your world. No. Um, so we, we went and it was a really growing experience for both of us. Just, I moved the past five years to Kentucky. So I haven't been with interacting with him very much. So we kind of had to relearn each other and whatnot. It was a really growing experience and it was just really nice. And then to be asked back, they were really impressed with us and how well we worked together and we were able to work for the company. And so to be able to be asked back was just a huge blessing. I'm going to be there at Origins, and then they asked me to be there at Gen Con as well. So if you guys want to see me, Mimi, get a wonderful little hug, come to Restoration Games booth. Can they play test with you too? Like play the games? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, seriously, though, if if you can get there and I am demoing Dinosaur Tea Party, that is my favorite game ever. I get to play. I want to play so bad. It's so cute. I was so upset. (sighs) I didn't realize that they didn't bring very many Mm -hmm. of the games. Like the actual game, they're like, well, this was one of our older ones. We're probably not going to sell that many. They were, I almost had them sold out by the end of the day, like the first day. Mm -hmm. I was like, oops, I didn't know I was supposed to be sparing with this. (laughs) Max, the thing is, they had a tiny fairy person showing off the game, which was adorable. Mm -hmm. So 
<laughs> a tiny fairy who really likes accents and being a dinosaur. Yes. Having a tea party. You cannot <laughs> miss Max at a convention. Full of life and hugs. Oh my goodness. Go say hello oh to Max. Gosh. Highly I, recommend I had it. to laugh. Huge part like, of my convention experience. Yes. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And if you give me prior consent, I will take a hug. <laughs> because I need I need prior consent because I have as tiny as I am I have accidentally hurt people. Oh jeez, <laughs> my oh, hugs. Be prepared. Oh, I need prior consent. Um, <laughs> also, it's kind of sad but hilarious at the same time. I have very bad facial recognition when it comes from computer to life. So if you're like, I gave you consent before, I might accidentally punch you in the face by the realizing, oh my God, it's you. (laughs) So prior consent, prior apologies. It's a, it's a part of the social agreement that we devise when meeting me as a friend. Now, Chet, the time has come. We had to reschedule your interview quite a few times, but you finally made it. You're here. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I am very excited to be here. Oh, I can't believe you made it. Thank you for being on the show. (laughs) Both of you. I am just as surprised as you are. So, (laughs) (laughs) Say I mentioned it a few times. Like, Chet will be on this. He's like, sweet. I feel like both of us have been like so long in the making. I'm like, why haven't we been on sooner? Yeah. <laughs> so, Chet, the first thing that I knew about you was that you're a huge convention goer, um, just like I am. Yes. I'm a fan <laughs> of conventions. I, I, what is your favorite convention? Um, I, I So I only, I've only hit a couple. That's the downside is that I live in Indiana mm-hmm. and we get three cons. I've been to Chicago Comic Con. Gen Con is my primary convention, has been my favorite for years and years and will probably continue to be my favorite. But... Yes. Yeah, Gen Con is probably my my top right now. I have uh, a half a million conventions on my list of must must see before you know too long, but yeah, that's uh, the the big one in my backyard is Gen Con. So I make that a priority whenever I yes. even when I when I don't necessarily fiscally you know it's not a, the fiscally responsible choice to go. I I, mm-hmm. I still do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. I feel like what that's is, most of the adult life decisions. Um, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's expensive, but totally worth it for me. I love that. Well, I mean, this year, so <laughs> my thing is that for, this is going to be a weird Gen Con because I'm going and I have a room this time. So I will actually know where I'm going to sleep when I get there. Yeah. So, because <laughs> I, I do have family and friends and people in the area. It's my first few years. Um, I drove the hour or so to Gen Con and then uh, just couch surfed uh, for for the, yes. the, the whole Gen Con, which, by the way, is super painful. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> you Every part yeah, of you hurts for three weeks afterwards. Um, so, but wait, it's so, worth it. <laughs> so basically, Gen Con couch surfing is basic training. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you know, yes. like the mm -hmm. so the like the the marching order is definitely strong for <laughs> because you have, like <laughs> um uh you have to be comfortable with the walking pretty much everywhere and because I'm well when I started doing it of course Uber didn't exist and you didn't want to take a taxi in Indy those were not things that I would mm -hmm. regularly do yeah no it was I had friends that were you know close by or uh, one of my friends actually worked at one of the campuses not too far from the convention center so. Mm -hmm. Um, I would uh, sleep on their couch. They would drive to work, and then I would walk from their office to Gen Con every day. Oh, so and it's hot during that time. Yeah, too. no, Jeez. yeah, it's, it's it's always super warm. And that that went on for uh, an actually another two years until I convinced her to go to the con too. And then, <laughs> then we both walked, so I had company. <laughs> yeah, the Greyhawk Channel. They actually got a house. For Gen Con, I think that's what we're going to do next year for Thread Readers because I didn't realize so many of us were actually going to go and nobody had like a place to stay. <laughs> so I think next year we're going to try to do that so that everyone has a place oh, yeah, to stay yeah. and then well, get close to the convention center. The housing lottery mm -hmm. is so busy and there's, I mean, it's it expensive is. to stay. Do you ever figure what that hidden panel at Gen Con went to last uh, year? Which hidden so panel? I do. <laughs> <laughs> so there, I was at a panel, but I couldn't watch the panel because there was this wall, this piece of wall just came out in the middle of, of what I was watching. And it was like this tiny little door. <laughs> and if you go through the tiny little door, there's actually like a crawl space that's behind that leads to a room that's filled with all of these electronics and wires. I am 100% yeah. all about this life. I was so excited. <laughs> it was like going to Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> like, Except like, it ended up being um, more like Lane okay, because so there's all these wires. I'm curious. Um, did you guys venture outside of the convention center? Because Indianapolis is weird. If you didn't know already, the convention center is also hooked up to like 17 other things via various skywalks and underground bridges. I know I did a lot of walking and I don't really know where I went half the time. <laughs> okay. I did not Again, really go outside. Adult life. I went everywhere I could get to within the convention center itself to all of the Oh yeah, no no, yeah. So the convention center itself is also hooked up to a giant mall, which if you're looking for food, not a horrible place to go get food and during Gen Con mm -hmm. because it's like Taco Bell and Chinese food and whatever. It's your normal mall food Ooh. and normal mall prices. That's what it's I not like about oh, packs and taco, taco, taco. Yeah, and it's not it's it's normal mall prices. It's not <laughs> Not Gen Con prices because I'm like oh, when you're inside yeah, the convention, nice. yeah, and it's air conditioned the whole way there is the other thing. It's it's a bit of a walk, but it's air conditioned the whole yeah. way. Um, but you can also get nice. to a lot, like you can get almost all the way to Circle Monument walking indoors through skywalks and underground. There's a bunch of little seriously, if you wanted to get lost um, just in downtown Indianapolis, you can get lost. And there are secret catacombs underneath the. Um, it sounds like my college. Uh, the monument. That's so cool. It is. It is. There's so, so much to go. Things. Legit. Yes. No, Indianapolis has tons. Can we have, like, Red Raiders underground. Yeah, I want to have like a real Ooh. D and D crawl, like a real bunch of crawl just under yeah. the city. <laughs> So cool. I'm, I may I may have to make some phone calls uh, before yes. my brain is on overdrive right Pick now, guys. Phone. <laughs> that okay. is really cool. Find out when. Yeah, it was expensive because I I bought like a slice of pizza. It was six dollars per slice. Mm -hmm. That's oh. insanity. A, 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 and I kept feeding death, and then somebody else kept feeding me, and then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I waited in line for 45 minutes for a single single Starbucks coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Holy that Chipotle was sauce. and that was at six thirty in the morning. 
yeah. oh, you're so early. No. Yeah. No, I, so oh that's, that's demoing life. Sometimes you have to go do setup and setup starts between five mm-hmm. and 9 yep. AM and the doors open at 10 and then everything has to be done. That is the hardest part is yeah. that yeah. first little bit where every other, like the doors open or, you know, um, you can't, because the, the conventional has specific rules. You can't have like cardboard out or can't have any undone mm-hmm. things by this time if it's not finished they're going to make you tear it down yeah there's there's a whole bunch of rules about how it looks right before people come in so one of the other things that i want the world to know about you is that you are a creator and you actually have a little shop of sorts Yes, a, a small shop that has come and gone yeah. and come and gone kind of for me because of... I was going to say, every time I think of like what you have, it's really like a bunch of different things. It's not just, you know, you just make pens or you just make sheets. Like you make all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so it actually started when I started watching Critical Role three or four years ago when it first started. I was bored and I was playing around with some uh, leather and I was kind of getting into the hobby. And I made some How Do You Want to Do This bracelets. Oh. I put it on my Twitter account and all of a sudden I had my first uh, like 300 followers pop up <laughs> and I was like oh hi hello people and everybody wanted to know where they could buy one and I said okay should I open an Etsy store because I don't know what to do now so yes. I so I did I opened an Etsy store I made logos I put a bunch of stuff together and I you know um, I sold a, a bunch of bracelets to people all little leather bracelets uh, the initials how do you want to do this for fun mm-hmm. And then um, I ran out of those <laughs> pretty quick. <laughs> and so then I had a, I had a small hiatus and I started uh, making little other journals and a bunch of stuff. Just I was just in a, in a you know mood to make a bunch of things. And so I did. And you made me that piece. I don't know what they're called. It, it clips onto your bag and it has the dice on the end of it. Oh, with yeah. The rope. Um, <gasps> it's just like a key. That's it's so like cool. a key fob. I mean. Um, yeah. Um, I really love it. I take it with me everywhere. I've, I've made a few of those, but that was spoiler alert for anybody who is a big fan of dice. I only use B grade dice because they're super cheap. So okay. I use awful, I use awful dice that will never roll good ever. At least in my opinion. Okay. Oh, I just had the best idea ever. Huh? You should ask Laura Bailey for all the dice that she puts in her dice gel that she can't stand anymore and just make a whole bunch of awful, like, bracelets and stuff. Fun fact, the the second live show that was at Gen Con, I actually was in the VIP and I gave her a dice gel during uh, the VIP Talks Machina. That's awesome. Um, So she does have one of my dice gels. So I do make dice gels. That's awesome. Um, I make leather journals. I recently started making Hero Vaults, just little square Hero Vaults. Yeah, I'm kind of dabbling in a bunch of little things. Because I just make when I when I or somebody in my D and D group wants something either for like props for characters or whatever, I just make a few and just see how it goes. So I've made that's so cool. Yeah, I made all sorts of weird little props, but yeah, I sent I sent some journals to the cast of Critical Role and I uh, made Laura a dice jail um, and gave it to her at Gen Con, which was which was super fun. I enjoyed it immensely. My dice jail was on an entire episode of Critical Role. Oh. oh wait, which episode? I want to go look it the up. The live, the live Gen Con. <laughs> she kept it. She kept it actually on okay. on her uh, on the table with her through the show and was using it. She started getting kind of obsessive about putting things in there. So at one point, Travis actually takes a tennis ball and puts it on top just to screw with her, and I thought that was hilarious. Oh, I think I remember that. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the best. It was fun. <laughs> now you're really going to get a big hug when we meet. Absolutely. Yes. I, 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 I give Maybe you consent. Too. I can be tackled. I, will, I, will, I can think I can handle it. 
<laughs> you all have heard it, folks. <laughs> Tackle hug is happening. <laughs> we need like to record this. I'm gonna tape it to really happening. <laughs> I'm gonna hey, stand back later. Get that tackle hug out. <laughs> So we can't. Now, Chad, I noticed on your page that you have a Kickstarter out there that you're supporting. Yeah. So um, I work part time at a game cafe. Like I said, I've been demoing games for a long time. Um, So I saw a thing on Facebook. There's a local group, local pub here in town that started doing their own thing. So I went in and they, you know, they, they posted that they needed some part time work. And I said, hey, I play games. I've cooked in a kitchen before. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> do, do you need help and um they said Sounds yeah resume yeah well yeah i i they asked did you bring a resume i said i didn't think i really needed one but whatever <laughs> so um, you should have brought your character sheet right. in yeah yes. yeah yeah no next next time i'm <gasps> bringing my ever. i'm bringing my dm screen and all of my dwarven forge with me <laughs> this is my resume i did that to somebody once they said what do you like and i gave them my they wanted to do like a a date like a what is it uh <laughs> date somebody else sets up for you i forget what they're called blind date sheet that sounds like the yeah, best I... dating app service you just you fill out your class <laughs> yeah, right? uh your your, your yeah, sub race <laughs> yeah i do interviews at my job and sometimes you do get a resume with dungeons and dragons on it in you fact do now. drew dwarves yeah. who's in our thread readers he has it on his resume as well yeah it's an interesting uh all for this conversation piece that was one of the things he was like so what games do you play and i said i mean i've demoed for a couple of companies throughout so i've bounced here and there i used to work with mayfair i can say that one because they're defunct now but yeah i know i used to work with mayfair a lot and i loved doing it it was so much fun and then when they stopped producing i I had to move on um but um yeah uh whatever you put in front of me i'll pretty much play but i'm you know a dungeon master mostly and i I was like i started playing magic back in ice age does that say anything about me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that was pretty much the end of our uh, of our interview. <laughs> so. And so what is the Kickstarter? What happens if it's fully funded? Um, It is actually now fully funded. <gasps> so um, yes. Merlin's Congrats, Beard. Congrats, man. Congratulations. Um, so, yeah, they have fully funded in less than less than two days. Five thousand was the minute was our nice. was our minimum. We are so. The Kickstarter is we are moving into a new location. It is closer to our campus because I live uh, not too far from Purdue. That's where our big draw is. So we get a lot of young people, a lot of kids, a lot of people on dates, which is always fun because I get to, you know, uh, get to walk people through (laughs) games on date night. Mm -hmm. If anything, if you can survive a game of risk with your significant other, keep them. It's for life. I, I, I say this. I say this. I say this myself having after a game of risk. My wife left me at a friend's house with no ride. Oh, wow. She literally just oh, drove. No. She drove off. <gasps> so, oh, no. so wow. And 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 she still married me. Aww. Um The idea is we want we're we're starting. The five thousand dollars was to essentially get us into the new space. That's the bare minimum that we need to decorate the the, the space and get it ready for people to sit down. The next stage, we want to double that to 10,000. So if we can get help getting up to 10,000, that can actually get us to the point where we have the entire table space fully decked out. So much so that um, on there, there are some levels wherein you can actually get a wall named after you. Oh, wow. Things of that nature. We just are trying to get it as well done as we can. And I mean, we're moving into a huge space. We're going to have a real kitchen. 
And hopefully it will mean that I get to do some more work running actual D&D games, running actual people through stuff. I spend most of my time cooking when I am working, but I do have the odd occasion to get to learn new games and teach new games. And so kind of doing what I've been doing at cons for a long time, but doing it more long term. Yeah, at some point, I'd like to sit down and talk to you about it because there's a gaming store that's opening up close to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they reached out to see if I could help them get up and started with everything they're doing. And they've never played Dungeons and Dragons before. So they want to actually have like a whole section dedicated to Dungeons and Dragons and start D&D games there. Awesome. So I'll probably ask you like, you know, how they're doing and see if there's something that we can do here as well. I will probably have a little yeah, bit more experience. Nudge, nudge. I'm, yeah. I'm totally down for helping if they need right? workers. So cool. <laughs> I need a job. That's a hell of a commute. That's like an hour away. <laughs> I will move. <laughs> Worth it. So, Chet, one thing I want to cover before we move on to our next segment is that recently I saw that you have adopted some new family members. I have. <laughs> yes, tell us more about that. It's wonderful news. So, we've been working towards this for a while. We started actually like a year and a half almost two years now ago, kind of the process to get started to get our fostering license because there's a whole list of things you have to do in order to get custody of a child, as you should, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. Um, but uh, it, is, it, is, it is a somewhat long process. Back in, uh, actually on January 2nd, we met our kids for the first time, which was the start of quite an experience. One of the reasons made you move the schedule like seven times. No, no. Uh, <laughs> but but um, totally worth the wait. The, worth it. But the excuse I have is on. So this was on uh, Friday the second. I met my kids, went to work, crashed my car, proceeded to have a uh, a panic attack that lasted two weeks. <laughs> oh jeez. So, so no, no, no. It, it, like the, it's it is like one of those things you look back on. You're like, oh my god, that was insane. But I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. It was a really crazy experience. But then we we were in the process for two months. We had to do joint custody with, or, or I guess it's not custody, but essentially it feels like joint custody where we, we were getting weekends and one or two nights a week visits with the kids um, as they were currently in foster care. So we had to go visit them at their foster parents' house, which was almost two hours away. Wow. Yep. And this is a long process too. Yeah, so we did that. We did three or four visits, two and I mean, two hours to there to the house, essentially in two blizzards. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> legitimate. I feel. I, I seriously feel like my grandpa. We walked uphill both ways in the snow, but it really did happen. We had two blizzards during the course of our visits, where we had to we had to explain to the kids that sometimes cars slip on ice because we were doing a lot of it. <laughs> they just want to go ice skating guys <laughs> just to ice skate. it does that's all what's ice skate right yeah. into the grass in uh february we got full custody and they got to move Yay, in with us that's wonderful so we are in Yay! we're now just kind of in the countdown of being able to finalize our adoption and um it's been like it's been a really crazy rewarding terror inducing <laughs> well like I said, there's so many things um going on but yeah it's so because we we uh have never had any kids of our own so we're just jumping in and we're getting a three and six year old and the three-year-old turns four on saturday oh that's so exciting yeah and are they gonna grow up to love D also i already have started their obsession they weren't here 
they came to visit, I think it was like on their third or fourth week, and I hadn't yet let them into the office because, A, I worked in my office with leather and sharp tools, so <laughs> yeah, that had not been no, allowed. So um, I spent some time uh, uh, arranging all of my tools in high places, and then um, they immediately found my stash of dice, which I use for many of my crafts, which I do drill into. I'm sorry again. <laughs> spoiler alert. I drill into my dice. <laughs> Oh. Come at me. Oh. Um, <laughs> Only the bad ones. Only the bad ones. It hurts me so much the art wasn't so beautiful. The reason I feel no guilt is very because if Chessex is allowing me to buy them by the pound, then I'm fine with this. That's true. Um, I literally, well, the way I get my dice for the year is I go to Gen Con, I go to Chessex's booth, I take a water pitcher and dunk it into a bowl, and whatever I take, whatever comes out of the pitcher is what I take home. Oh, that's so that's yeah. amazing. That is how I get my dice until somebody gives me other dice. Because right now I don't have that's that's it. <laughs> uh, if if so, for all the dice <laughs> nudge, manufacturers nudge guys, out send there, them dice. Um, I would love to talk about getting some of your B dice. <laughs> I make many things. I I paint minis. I I have too many hobbies. Essentially, is what I'm saying. I don't feel like you can have too many hobbies. My wife might disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> My wallet sometimes disagrees <laughs> with that, but I tell it no. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on. Mm-hmm. Amazing Yay. interviews. Next, we're going to do community update. Community and then update. We're have a... So, community update. A new co-host <laughs> join us <laughs> at random, because that will be fun. <laughs> I've never done this by myself before, so this is... <laughs> Our friend Jacob Waterman, a.k.a. your one underscore nightmare on Twitter, along with some amazing contributors and Smoonchy Games, <laughs> which Smoonchy I love the name. Smoonchy. Smoonchy. That's why I pinch pinched their it? little cheeks. Smoonchy face. Love them. They have a Kickstarter album called Paths, <laughs> World of Adia. It's a tabletop RPG that can be played solo or with a group. It uses a path progression system to allow for natural character development and caters to the enrichment of both mechanic-focused and story-focused, which I feel is kind of important because I think our community is split evenly between that. A lot of people love story, love people love mechanics. Like, I know TK is all about mechanics, and I'm more about the story. story. (laughs) I I like structure. Like, as crazy as I am, I'm very realistic, Mm. and I like structure. And there's a very hard way to dispute written law. That's true. So if you follow the written law, but keep the story, um, you know, your own, Mm -hmm. then I feel like you get much better story, storyline, like plot twists and stuff. I just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm very both. Well, I agree. Like, I feel like most games should have structure of some kind to it. Mm -hmm. I think the secret there is such a chaotic game. Yes, it would be anything. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good chat. I was gonna say the secret there is that p- people with rules work so much better. Writing, so I mean, like that's the fun thing about using D and D, and why why I personally, again, come at me, bro. I like Five E because <laughs> me too. Because I prefer Five E. It's well. loose rules. I play. I started. I came yes. from. I came from uh, two two and Pathfinder because uh, four was mm-hmm. awful. Again, come at me, but. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to label no, this guest you're happy, bro. It's community update. What's also exciting about this community update. 
Oh yeah, that's paths. Sorry. <laughs> is that they incorporated a spirit system, which allows you to stack critical successes and use a failure system to bring fear for all of your characters' lives. What I enjoy most about it is that there's an encounter card system. So all your actions in combat are determined by the cards you play, which allows more a strategic approach to your battles. And it also encourages you to work with your team as well. Some of the cards can even be combined to activate special abilities, which can give you an edge in combat. And some of the classes you can see uh, within this game would be like warriors, shamans, necromancers, which would be cool. I don't think I've ever been a necromancer. You could be a beast master, a monk, a mage, an assassin, paladin a priest or ranger there are several tiers available and uh, they come in digital and hardback options so pretty cool i would definitely check it out i will post the link and definitely say hi to jacob because he's super excited about it and he's the lead designer of this so awesome yes it is really really congratulations way to go yes congratulations There's words. We're saying words. How do I say this? Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations. (laughs) So this is where TK would normally do our tabletop trove, but TK is no longer with us. (laughs) He went to the Fae. He's not. He's still with us. In spirit. It's time to practice that. He blame shifted. Time to practice that necromancy. However, what we can do is we can all mention one RPG that we really like and why. <gasps> Boom. Oh. Sider, since we've already put you on the spot, why don't you go first? <laughs> Crunchy. <laughs> num, num, num. I can't. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> now, before we, we continue, you're recording yourself, right? <laughs> 2,000 years later. <laughs> All right, so we'll go back. He no pressure. Something. No pressure, CA. Everybody breathe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back. <laughs> no, you're good. Next is ta- <laughs> Tabletop Treasure Trove. <laughs> I, uh, MME. Then you want microphone. microphone. And then you want mono. And then speakers. You, you really don't want mono, but in this situation, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> 12 seconds later. All right. We're starting again. We are controlling transmission. Next is Tabletop Treasure Trove segment. <laughs> TK is no longer with us. Welcome back but he's, from the He's fame, not guys. gone like that. <laughs> yes, he's, he's just not. He's plane not shifted. <laughs> Time to practice them. Uh, necromancy skills. Plane shifted to the Fae. Yes. Um, yes so let's start with let's start with Zynar. Yay! No pressure or anything. <laughs> this was not rehearsed at all. Hashtag spot Zynar. So, what is your favorite We're RPG? We're so good at redoing this. <laughs> David has to leave oh, in here. <laughs> yeah, he is. Did you fall totally off your ball? Max totally fell off her yoga ball on camera. Everyone. Breathe, breathe. Just keep going. Just keep okay. going. So my favorite game. You lost your glasses in the process. Oh I'm, my God. I'm so proud of you. The first time I fell off the ball. So nobody saw that coming. Anyway. Um... Nobody saw that at all. <laughs> Turn up the bass. So anyway, no, my favorite game to, to run <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like since I have a, I'm a fan of dead systems. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Star Wars D6 because the game mechanic allows it 
that allows you to have uh, cinematic gameplay, epic gameplay, like a true <laughs> space opera would have. Uh, because you know, and it's it's a fast mechanic. It's only six out of dice, which you know TK would be proud. And D6 um, represent, yay! yeah, represent. Uh, <laughs> we love your six side. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's it's an easy mechanic. You you don't mm-hmm. you don't level up, which I is I love it because you actually grow between games. So it's a, it's still there's still skills and everything. It's a skill based game, but you don't mm-hmm. you don't sit there and go, well, my level three or level whatever. No, that doesn't exist. You your characters actually grow organically, and you can only improve skills that you do. Therefore, if you really think I'm going to be like this great, you know, gunman, and I haven't picked up my gun in two games, well, I guess you're not that great. You're not you can't get any better at it. <laughs> you know, but it shows that that's how the story is unfolding, and that's how your character grows. I'm gonna yeah. pick like this feat at this level. Like uh, the my favorite one, which made me stop playing, wanting to play 3.0 and 3.5. Don't hate me. <laughs> Come at me. Okay, we forgive you. Come at me. <laughs> Come at me. Is I had a player pick two weapon fighting. I'm like, as a feat, I'm like, why'd you pick two weapon fighting? Well, I want two weapon fighting. Have you ever picked up two weapons before? No. Have you ever used your <laughs> offhand before? No. Then why is your character getting two-weapon fighting? Because I want it. Because I need it for this prestige class. For what prestige? Who's going to teach you this prestige class? Well, I'm going to get it when I hit this level after taking these feats. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, should, do you want to write the story for me? <laughs> so this happens for you? You know, and, and that's but that's part of the thing is storytelling. Sure, I'll, I will do what I can to help people get to where they want to go. But you're going to have to give in a little bit and let the story also happen. Mm-hmm. So what I like about yeah. this too is that you don't need a college degree. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the best part. Yeah. It's um Yeah. <laughs> the rules are so simple. I know you only need six sided dice and you have to be able to add. That's about all you have to do. So uh you know, and it's that not I can do. And it's not hard like you know, there are some games that are really ridiculous out there, like Traveler and Rollmaster, which make <laughs> Pathfinder look like a child's game, like Candyland. So <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. Okay, so I think it was Rollmaster. There are rules that you can, when you roll up your character, you can actually die and you have to start over. You know, you and, and we're not talking like die or like um, from an accident. We're talking like die from old age. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, I'm down for that. Yeah, so that's a thing. Down for dying of old age. Yeah. I rolled <laughs> down up, with that. I rolled up so from my character. Thing to do. Yeah, he's, he's 97 years old. Oh, wait, he just died. God dang it. And I got to start all over again and roll a new character. <laughs> So, but it's fun because again, it's, you know, first it's Star Wars and I'm a Star Wars fan. And second, <laughs> it's because not only am I a Star Wars fan in that sense, but the, it's the way the, the, the story flows. And if you've ever, you watch the movies, there's chases and the underdog wins and it, it feels epic and the game becomes an epic game and it's great. That's why I like that system so much. <laughs> And All I right. recorded it this time. I appreciate that. I was going to ask again as a kid, by the way. <laughs> All right, Should Chet, I say what's no? your favorite RPG? Oh, that is so hard. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are a bunch of things that I like. Problem is, of course, uh, being able to play said games. I that, that limits my field a lot more. Oh, yeah. You can pick play or run. Either way works. Well, I, I mean, I guess I know works. either one. No, legitimately, <laughs> it's, it's time to run slash play either game. I, I get I think I've so I had one like D and D campaign that I ran where I actually played for you know like eight months 
that's a good portion of my RPG experience as a player. But uh, so there were a couple other things that I've played and demoed and, other, and that sort of thing. I think one of my favorites is Outbreak Undead because, Ooh. well, it was written by Ivan Van Norman, um, and he is uh, he's amazing. Yeah, he's he he's a great <laughs> brain for for horror genre. And mm-hmm. the the goal of the game isn't to kill the top monster; it's to like build a society you're happy with maintain that society so it can go anywhere it can stop anywhere but you also uh, the thing i like the most when they first did their thing at gen con their big platform thing was um the test you take to get your stats you don't roll anything you take a personality quiz and Ooh, and so that's cool you play that's awesome. you play as yourself yeah. in, i don't like me cool. yeah yeah i was I'm like ter- i'm terrible i like you too what if my me is false multiple personalities well, then, you get to play multiple thing. characters. Yes. Um, you multi-class. Yeah, exactly. There's there, there's um, <laughs> there's uh, rules to go kind of anywhere with it. You, I mean, vehicles, guns, weapons, the works. But I mean, I liked that it was. I mean, it was really a, a game about about society, not about fighting. It was about social construction. You know, it was really interesting, and and all sorts of things could happen. Uh, it was a super deadly game. Is the other thing, <laughs> like, do you you cannot run that game if you're afraid of. Uh, killing your entire party <laughs> that's like every game though right it's like toa man i've been playing D. i've been running DD for a long time and i got my first tpk last weekend so oh yeah i'm so proud of you you always remember the first that's rough well <laughs> they, no actually it could be humorous they brought they brought it on themselves and rocks fall I, yeah yeah well I, I didn't rocks fall them but it was pretty darn close because it, i i basically they had walked <laughs> It's one of those situations Fires. where you walk into like the level fifty area of World of Warcraft when you're level seven. Like mm-hmm. the first thing you come across just looks at you and you die. So oh, <laughs> it's kind of that situation. Players um, like I, we can do it, but we, we got this. I got this, guys. Just like just like on just like not being able to be here, I've also put that game on hiatus for like six months. So that was their first game back since all this stuff's been going on, and they immediately died. It was fantastic. Oh, no. I couldn't have been happier with our comeback. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think the first time that I demoed Outbreak Undead with anybody, um, everybody died in no time. It was really fast because it was like a escape. You know, uh, you find yourself being attacked by the zombie hordes. It's the first night of the zombie apocalypse or whatever. And what do you do? Almost everybody died. <laughs> That's really what happened. Wow. None of us Jeez. survived to build the society. We were horrible at it. <laughs> it took, I mean, partially we were getting used to the mechanics, but it was really fun. All right, Maxine, what is your favorite RPG and why? Okay, so, I mean, my heart is for 5e. It is, because that's what I started with. Even though I've fallen in love with... Now I'm blanking on the word. Um, <laughs> I want to call it Battle Bears. But that's not <laughs> honey Heist? Honey Heist? <laughs> that one! Oh, Honey Heist. Battle hey. Bears. That should be a thing. <laughs> Game of yeah. Bears. It's like the evil version yes. of the Care Bears. The like, Battle Bears. So true, though. But yeah, I, I have all absolutely fallen in love with... Battle Bears, Honey Heist. Yes. (laughs) I actually, it's kind of a homebrew I made because I really love kids and I love new players. And a lot of the people that I work with when I GM is one-on-one with people who are very insecure about starting. 
you know, for one reason or another, like, you know, they might get teased for playing or, you know, it takes them a little bit longer to, to pick up on some things or whatnot. I've got this system where depending on their age, we either start with just a D20 or just a D6 and, you know, same dynamics of, you know, you roll this or higher, it automatic win, roll this or, you know, just super simple basic to start Mm -hmm. with. And then, you know, as they start, you know, the light bulbs start going off, I'll add more dice like, okay, so this we started with the D20. So now we're going to add a D6 for your weapons. You know, you do that and then, okay, so well now, you know, you're understanding that a bit, little bit better. So now it, when you get a second weapon, you might have a D8 and a D6, you know, for the two different weapons. Kind of like breaking that barrier between D&D or any RPG really being so complicated and just breaking it down. We, to the we point that they're playing. We need to talk after this is over because I would like to talk yeah. to you about. <laughs> would like to talk to you about an idea that I've been been working on for a long time. I am totally down for this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I've had I've I think my youngest player was two or three, and I know that sounds really young, but what I did was like okay, I had them. I had a D six because. They were really little, but they um, they knew, you know, one to five, how to count one to five and, you know, which one was just the general idea, which is bigger and which is smaller. And there I was like, okay, you're in the wood and you're a big, handsome knight. And, you know, <laughs> you see this smoke coming from the tree, you know, through the woods. What do you want to do? And he goes, bio, like, I want to go. You know, he, he understood that he wanted to go towards it, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, sounds cool. Now I want you to roll your dice. Let's count. <laughs> one two you know and you get him into the counting and whatnot and his his sister was five so she would kind of like help him out a little bit and whatnot and Mm -hmm. we ended up saving a princess from a dragon but they didn't there was no death in the game they didn't kill the dragon they ended up befriending the dragon and proving that they just wanted to be friends because the princess was lonely in her tower so it was (laughs) it was just a really cool little like breakdown of what I learned with 5e. I have to say, if I could play a game, it would play or GM or whatnot. It would just be broken down. Here's the story. Roll some dice just to add some what if to the story. But yeah, battle bears definitely. <laughs> battle bears. <laughs> they cheat all, right. all the way. So for our next segment. Is what's in the box? David! What? In the box! What did you say? In the box! Oh, that's the intercostal capital of a brontosaurus. Oh, really? Oh, it's just no bone. Yes, Susan, it's just an old bone. Put it down gently and go away. Did you say utes? Yeah, two utes. What is a ute? What's in the box? Except. TK Kevin Space Eater box. So. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> I know. So we're going to improv what's in the box. <laughs> it's going to be a very small He did tell us what story. kind of box it was, though. That's true, but I think we might change that. <laughs> Should we have what's in the barrel? <laughs> what's in the barrel, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, gotta love it. So this this box. <laughs> yes. So you are walking through the swamp of oblivion. Ooh. The, the fog. So the thick you can barely breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that. Press the digitation. Every time I get mud on my boot, press the digitation. <laughs> As you walk along the marsh. 
you see a gigantic portal before you with a mm-hmm. gigantic minotaur standing in front of it who holds out his hand before you requesting well, a key. <laughs> you hand them the key, which is quite ornate, and they let you pass to go through this portal in to what is appears to be this gigantic room filled with gold, and it's also filled with gemstones, and it's also filled with these weird exotic trophies which you've never seen before in the center of this room surrounded by gold you see what appears to be a small dragon that sits on top of what looks like a box as you approach the dragon looks at you and scurries off can i perception check to see where he goes yes you can yes <laughs> Our first roll. 13! <laughs> That's lucky number. <laughs> yes! But my <laughs> perception of a person is bad, so minus two. <laughs> oh, no. Only because you lost your glasses earlier. <laughs> you see the no, dragon scurry off into the gold, but his little bottom still sticks out, and he thinks he's hidden, but he's not. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> now the box it. is before you. <laughs> Will you open the box? That's the question, Zynar. And it's a mimic. And... <laughs> <laughs> of course, I open the box. Yes. So Zainar opens the box, and do you have an item? It's okay if you don't. Did you check for traps? We can oh, have check man. go first. So I didn't have. A, how big is this box, or do I get to make it all up? So the box, you can make it up. Make up the box. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what if there were. What do you see? No, no, this is all on the improv. <laughs> all improv. Okay, so there's yes. this, there was a little dragon around this box. Mm-hmm. A little dragon. Yes. He doesn't like to be called a little dragon, but you know, no. so you know, make him piss. <laughs> when he gets bigger, <laughs> when he gets bigger, he's gonna eat you. You know, sounds like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Eddie Murphy dragon. Fantastic. Yes. He's gonna lip li- get some lip at me later. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, yes. <laughs> so if it's a little dragon. And he's around a box, so I'm picturing something the size of like like an old like an old cigarette tin. Ooh, oh, that's a awesome. small box. So teeny tiny little box, teeny tiny box. It's not about the size of the box; it's what it contains. Okay. <laughs> teeny tiny living space. <laughs> I open up the teeny tiny box. What's inside? <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the box, there yes. is. There's a velvet, <laughs> a small velvet pouch, and so it is actually sealed with wax. The pouch is sealed with wax. Yes. Is there a symbol on the in the wax? Yes, there is. The symbol looks like a starburst with <gasps> uh, a sword rainbow. crossing one uh, one way, and it could be. It's kind of damaged, but it looks like it could be maybe like a uh, a sickle on the other side. Ooh. But you're not certain. It could be a it could be a scimitar. What flavor of Starburst? Yeah, I lick the seal. What does it taste like? <laughs> the, the seal doesn't like it. It barks back at you. Wait, no. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> wrong seal. Uh, it licks you back. Yeah, it licks you back. <laughs> How do you like I have that? a pouch pet? It's a man. <laughs> I just sit there licking it for half an hour. Like I lick you, you lick me. <laughs> What's mine say? It's a <laughs> A it, pouch. It's sadly mine. a wax seal, it, not a starburst seal. Uh, <laughs> it could have depressing. at least tasted like strawberry. It's like yeah, like, it, so, they, like they melted a starburst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, I'm going to do that for a D&D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be 
going downhill. Steal my I'm envelopes sorry. with Starburst. Actually, you know what? That'd probably turn out real well, it except would. for the I'm smell so when you do it. Yeah, I have a feeling. Like, like, yeah, nasty I want to do this now. Burned Starburst. I'm sure that's gonna smell horrible. Just microwave it for like five seconds. So when I break the seal, <laughs> what, what's inside <laughs> my mimic pouch? <laughs> it's not a mimic pouch. Uh, let me let me believe. <laughs> you have Don't your world, I have mine. <laughs> so uh, there are uh, three objects in the pouch. Ooh. One is a small mirror. That has a hook on the uh, back end of it, a small hook. There is a, it looks like uh, a nose ring, and there's also- (laughs) Magazine, let me pierce your face. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for a charity event, I might do that. hook. (laughs) And the other one is a signet ring. It looks like the same ring to make the seal in the pouch to begin with. So fancy. Mm. What flavor is the ring? Yeah, I lick it. It's a, it's not a <laughs> ring <like>. pop. Oh, <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> you're the worst I know ever. <laughs> could have been great. Oh. It's a mis- it's a never ending ring pop, pop of- that shoots lasers. Whenever it shoots lasers, but it goes if you critically, well, Zynar wins. But if you critically, if you critically fail while licking it, you'll shoot a laser through your head. You fail your lick check. Yes. <laughs> if you if you ever fail your lick chest, you'll have a burned out skull. So <laughs> that's the only bad thing about it. Check, I mean, Never. I think this is the best box we've ever had. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is why it's like a red ring pop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, lasers are red. Okay, yeah. Not... <laughs> <laughs> so the. Do I know where this ring comes from I by chance? I kind of like I kind of like my made of one now a lot better than this. I really love it. I do. I'm really excited. I think you should leave it like that. And yeah, win. I'm gonna change it. And wait, <laughs> so wait, the box is still, yes. still it's still yes, a cigarette size box. Except it's a little bit. It's yeah, it's you thicker. You win a ring pop. <laughs> yes, you win. You win uh, a laser suit. Yes. yes. <laughs> Ow. That's our gift to you. <laughs> With my rolls, yep. And it is a uh, confectionary's uh, um, ring of blasting. <laughs> and it resembles like a ring pop. But you only get so many licks per day. If you don't let it recharge, uh. you can lick it out. <laughs> this is getting hot. Let's go. <laughs> if you get down to... And You're making this really hard for, for me. me. Shooting the laser takes and- licks away. No. You get, you get but if you, anybody that knows me knows I'm That's struggling not a real pop. hard right now uh-uh, with no. <laughs> but, but if you if you Struggling if man. you lick it if you lick it, does it take every it? ten minutes you don't have to eat for the whole day as long as you keep oh. licking it every ten minutes. So you stick in your mouth like a pacifier <laughs> and just wait ten minutes. <laughs> yes. Wow. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> What's the? This is reminding me of the, the the staff that when that when it's out of charges, it blows up and sends you into the void. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to see me there. When you actually get to the center like, of the oh, ring hello, pop, you, you find Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not For the band. To Gotta clarify. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like you're in All the right, space void of nothingness, and I'm just there. Oh, hello, welcome. Chet has prepared for this for months. Will he be able to beat the lickable <laughs> pop in my mouth? I well, don't know. So, lickable so laser ring. Underneath the small cigarette-sized case, you see a, a much 
slightly larger box, a little bit longer than the size of the dragon. And it's not ornate in any way. Um, Kind of a typical looking box. What do you do? I open the box. Shake it. Fantastic. (laughs) That'd be great if we didn't open the box and you prepared all this time. Nope, that's it. Bite the box before I bite you. (laughs) It's Metal Gear. Just a box. I slowly open it and peek inside. This person is the mimic. <gasps> Make a constitution check. No, I mean... Um... Mimic player. I would love to be a mimic player. That would be amazing if I could be a mimic player. That should oh be a thing. God. I don't know. I Death by Major, are you listening? Mimic, Class mimic. writing oh options going on in my head right now. Okay. Yes, Death by Mage made ooze, and I'm excited to be at ooze, my and now I could be a mimic. I got my, my daily... <laughs> From bouncing, from bouncing. Points. From, from bouncing. <laughs> Falling yes. off the bouncing ball. My favorite is having a heyday. <laughs> oh. So, Chad, I opened the box. What's in the box? Inside the box is a short sword. <gasps> it is mm-hmm. slender. It has round pommel. So it actually, kind of almost like a, a, a dome-shaped pommel and a, a like thick oak handle for the for the handle piece. I like the handle. Does it taste like strawberry? Uh, it does not taste like strawberry. Um, it, it does. It does have kind Shit, of a. I, you know, I gave it to you, man. All you had to say it, is yes, and, and you would have won. Well, I was gonna but say no. it has a very woody, nutty taste. I do. Well, I'm wow! <laughs> I knew where that was going. Wow! I've been trying to be good. Don't Ooh. break the streak. Uh, yeah, that could have been really bad. Shit! All right, tell me about your wood. Edits. <laughs> I'm yelling edits, and then you edit this whole thing, and all you hear is edit, edit. So, does it have a carving in it? There, there is actually a carve on the handle. Oh, okay. Uh, it's kind of uh, a crisscrossing, uh, like thin, almost like thin line, almost knot. So, not like the big Celtic knots where they're big, wide. It's a very thin, um, like crossing strands that make this kind of ornate fashion um, along the the pommel and do you pick up the sword and swing it around and go vroom, vroom, vroom with no <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, i think you should pick up the sword i don't want to pick it up i'll pick up the sword ha, the new tk what arises <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no um so uh, you pick up when you, when you pick up the sword you hear a voice in your saying inside of your head it says what does your head say hello <laughs> Oh, it's so nice. You've I like trains. Oh, no. Yeah, the sword Can is we creepy. hear this, too? The sword it's is only, creepy. Only... <laughs> Why is it creepy, Zynar? And the witch. Here, here. <laughs> you listen to it. I got I'm not touching it. What does it say to you? It's telling me hello. Is it hello? Yeah, well, that's, that's creepy. creepy. It just says hello. Yeah. Talk to the sword, Zynar. Talk to the sword. Sword. It sounds like a child saying hello. I'm afraid of it. <laughs> No, you are have you to scary? Talk to it. You're scary. No, you're cute. Well, oh, you're cute. No, you're cute. sword, okay. I can't hear you. Oh, I'm wondering. I'm, see, I'm wondering if it's just if, do, if do it's introduce just me to your friends. So this uh, is the one that licked I you. Slaughtering me. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. By the way, that was free. <laughs> you, you hear kind of a, a, a slight giggle to the to her comment. <laughs> the sword's laughing. Uh, <laughs> well, maniacal child laughter. <laughs> yes, I can make this up as I go. It's fine. I hear the, I hear it in my head. I just I can tell everybody else whatever I want. That is very true. <laughs> and this is Max, my tea drinking friend. Yay! <laughs> You're not Max. wrong. <laughs> Ooh, I, I do love tea. Would you care for some tea? Okay, I'm supposed. Oh. Yes, tea would be fantastic. Yes, can you bring some? Empty as of now. 
dip the sword in the tea. Excuse me. I can't see that. <laughs> Like some tea. In, inside, inside, inside your head, you hear a kind of soft sipping, slurping sound, and the tea just kind of into the sword. <laughs> I was going oh. to finish that. Uh, well, the sword wanted to try it. Try. <laughs> <laughs> it says, it's, "Well, Don't it's a thirsty sword. It's been in a box." <laughs> Yes. I feel like it's one of those things like gremlins. If you start feeding it, then it won't yeah. stop. <laughs> you know what? I could use a long sword, so maybe I need to feed it more. All right. So the the sword drinks the tea, and then what happens to the leprechaun in his head? Nothing. Um, um, it continues to talk. Is he you. happy? Oh. Tea drinking sword. It, it, drinking. <laughs> yes, yes. Max must have it. I, I must have to give it to Max. So <laughs> it, it yeah, continues with polite conversation. Periodically, it may comment mildly on your weight or your thinning hair or whatever, but mostly it just has a My hair's not thinning. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you have no power over me. You have, You're right. This is for Max. <laughs> My bad. Um, this is a, I wouldn't call it, this a, maybe considered a cursed item. Um, it is a, a living sword. It is sentient. It just happens to be have the personality of a dotering old grandma. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> um, That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Yay, grandma! Grandma versus laser pop. I mean, that's tough. Until, that's until tough. now, what grandma like is like Betty White grandma? Yeah. Because I would yeah. totally yeah, keep the yeah. sword then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. is this really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like. Can a grandma wield the grandma sword so that you can, you're like, you just hear her talking to herself while she's battling? It's like, darling, after this, can we go get tea? Yes, um, that's what I thought. No, yeah, periodically during quickly. battle, um, uh, she will comment on your form. Oh, just, just polite little man. nudges. Yeah, how it that, sucks. That, that after a while, you start to get this, like... Now, now, slaughter a different clip. way, dear. Um, it's the word paperclip, guys. You, Clippy? You cannot... <laughs> You it's you cannot ta- attack <laughs> an innocent soul. Should you attempt to act okay. to attack someone mm-hmm. where unfortunately alignment sometimes comes into play, somebody who is yeah. good by nature, she will refuse and simply scold you. I cast innocence on myself. <laughs> I refuse. It's, I like the sword a lot better than Clippy. No, <laughs> I like Granny. The grandma sword is much better than Clippy because Clippy, would you like to kill this monster? <laughs> Which weapon would you like to use? I would suggest not that weapon. You are not proficient. Can I suggest this weapon? It'll cost forty-two ninety-five. But <laughs> it's um, DLC. You gotta so download long it. as you are attuned to to this short sword, she will have polite conversation with you and discuss grandmothery things. <laughs> Teach me how to crochet. It's going to be fantastic. She can, yeah. She'll teach you how to crochet. Crochet with a sword. Yes, crochet Ooh. with the sword. Yes. The sword is knitting. a crochet needle. Oh. Oh, like a knitting needle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't taste like strawberry. <laughs> Does it taste like granny muffins? Because it's okay, too. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. I'm going to not answer that one. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, We've already licked the wood this time, so let's just calm down, guys. That's true. <laughs> All right. And no, no granny waffles. <laughs> Maxie, what's in your box that I can lick? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So please explain to her why that's interesting. Things. Oh. There's a okay. list in her box. Like that I can lick or in your box? <laughs> Both. Both. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I really... <laughs> Choose I wisely. I can't decide, but I've narrowed it down to three things. 
There's three uh, things in I? her box that you can <laughs> Okay, so <clears throat> you run through and mm-hmm. you like you're you're going through this and you see the other people like rummaging through these random boxes and see the uh, little dragon over there. And you just like his little tail just flicks now and then you're like, what is he doing over there? You know, just Ooh. curious. This is what I think all the time. What? Why? And then you go Pat over him there. Lick the butt. No. You know it's terrible to lick dragon butt. It's bad luck. Yeah. Wait a minute. I see. Like six years bad luck right there. I mean, I've done a lot of things, but I don't know about this. I usually ask for permission first. I did. did you get prior consent to <laughs> kill this dragon? Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, it just I happened did. so fast. I <laughs> Sorry, Sir Dragon. Sanctuary. Don't burn me. Okay, I would like everyone so. to know that no butts were licked during this podcast. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Max. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. Yeah. Anyway. So, you know, you go over to this this dragon and you kind of push over the some of the little hordes of, like, gold and stuff that's over there. Mm-hmm. And you see him. There's this, like, it's a box, but it's a treasure chest box. Ornate, but it's tarnished metals and stuff. So it's got that really pretty uh, oil slick kind of look to it. So it's um, not a Starburst mimic because yeah. that would have won, too. So it's it's like the bottom of an aquarium treasure chest. <laughs> I mean, I could I can't lick just that. be like, yes, and, but <laughs> yes. all of my improv is like, just say yes, and yes. it is a, but a Starburst movie. But that's next num, to num. it. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> that was item number three. Yeah, there you go. But you open you open this box, and it's got like one of those cool little tabs that you open, peel open, and then you open the actual box. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And inside, there are three items. There is a necklace. There are two little rings, and there is a circlet around the head. Um, There's a head in the box? So I know I need to pierce your ears. <laughs> this is happening right now. With this hook you gonna... gave me earlier. <laughs> you're going to laugh when you find out what they are, but they're not ears. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, I need to pierce something else. So, this is so, so you, pull out, you pull out the necklace. Oh, okay. And it has a, a little circle gem in it and Mm. on the gem it kind of like an engraved with like gold painted into the engraving kind of like with dice like how it's like engraved and And it has a little symbol of you know when a cartoon person is talking it has like those three lines that come out of the mouth yeah Mm -hmm. it's like that and then it has like a little crescent moon like to where it is so it's like the face and then the three the three little lines coming out of it oh this is this is really pretty and you put it on you go to, you know, talk to the other guys and you're like, oh, hey, guys, this is really cool. And you realize you're doing a perfect imitation of a British accent. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? And then you you start thinking about different accents and every accent you think about, it is a perfect imitation of it. So you have found a necklace of accent mastering. I think I found uh, some kind of crazy looking <laughs> bracelet. Little box over here. Bracelet? Bracelet that goes wrong my neck. It's a water of a bracelet. Um, oh, you think symbols what we mean? I think you get super excited about fancy. this. Y'all Pretty like much did that one first so that all of your exclamations were really cool after this. So then you pull out the two little rings. They don't two fit around your finger. You don't, they don't fit around your finger, but they fit around uh, your toes. 
They're toe rings. Oh, I have tiny toes. Yeah, and you must have really tiny all of, toes. <laughs> yes. All of these things are like just because I have pet peeves Bubbly and I toes. want them to be appeased. Um, and <laughs> so you put these toe rings wow. on and you feel your your feet get they're not callous, but you can tell that they're stronger. And everybody else thinks you're wearing shoes, but you're not. And you don't have to wear shoes. So you can walk into a store. Socially acceptable. You you can walk into a store and not have to wear shoes. Oh, does it? British man with big feet, I feel. Wait, wait. So I I can already. They attune to your feet. You, so, uh, you can already change your accent. You have these magical rings to make you look like you have shoes. The circlet must make you think you have pants. <laughs> so you go to a store? <laughs> no. So you no, pull out okay. the circlet. This one, this one no is the pants. item. If I have to choose one, this is my item. But you put the circlet on your head. And when you look at the wall, you're kind of thinking about something that you, you know, a memory that you had in the past. And you look at the wall and it, projects there's a a symbol it's it's like in a gold engraving on the front of it and it projects your memory onto the wall and when you look to the other group the the projection goes from 2d from the wall to 3d in the middle of the room i can give people lots of trauma with that thing (laughs) (laughs) boy i think i'm tripping (laughs) so i mean like if you're thinking about like a D&D campaign or something, you can just put the map on the table. No, you're no, I see. She's... It. So it's like movie in your head can be projected onto. Why are we seeing her lick the sword again? <laughs> um, nobody exactly. There you go. I gave you something to lick over. It's, it's a memory of you licking. Yes, over. wait, I didn't lick your box. <laughs> What does no. it taste like? What? Well, now. The correct answer is strawberry. Oh, uh, no, chocolate. It's, it's a brown box. It tastes like uh, chocolate. Oh, nobody looks at brown box. I hate chocolate. <laughs> you oh. hate chocolate? I do. Yeah. Sign oh, our I wins. Yay. I didn't know that about you. I actually Yay. give you a box you can lick, and I win. <laughs> Ring, I man. This game is rigged. It is 100%. Edit, edit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Well, that I love fun, guys. what's in the boxes. <laughs> yes. That was fun. That was great. All right. So now tea. we've reached the end of the podcast where we talk about all of the upcoming events that we've got going on. So, Chet, do you have anything coming up besides Gen Con? Uh, yeah, maybe? no prep for Gen Con, Woo. going to Gen Con, doing Gen Con. That's pretty much <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, the Kickstarter ends. So we've got 20 days mm-hmm. left on the Kickstarter, so we're good there. That's coming up. That's about it, I think. All right, Maxine, what do you got going on? Other than, you know, going to Origins and Gen Con, both of those things, I am mm-hmm. uh, attempting to get back into live streaming. So you'll see me a lot with the Thread Raider stuff and Yay. every once in a while on my own channel doing games. I'm actually learning. I'm attempting to teach myself Japanese. So if you want to watch me botch the language, something awful, <laughs> go for it. I'll be doing those on my live streams. And you'll be playing in Tombs of Annihilation, right? That's true. I do play in Tombs. Play a a Russian panther because (laughs) Russian panther. (laughs) Don't laugh at my Russian (laughs) pantheriness. I love your Russian (laughs) (laughs) pantheriness. We'll talk after. (laughs) Um, And I am just saving up for trying to move to Nashville so I can get yes. head started on this voice acting thing 
Nashville. That's a town. All right, Sinar, what do you got coming up? Anything good besides going to Gen Con too? Because we'll all be there. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, sadly, my life is not very exciting. <laughs> Uh, excuse me it is totally exciting <laughs> since i was put on the spot i don't actually i'm not prepared for this <laughs> uh surprise <laughs> twice are we really prepared for anything exactly <laughs> we're thread why would we yeah. be here for uh, work we macgyver our way there, through life there might be a couple other conventions i might try sneak in before gen con but i don't know if i can get to them or not really so it'll be a post event follow-up instead of a pre-event <laughs> <laughs> You know, because I don't know if I can make it or not. So it turns into, yeah. you know, I can tell everybody after I go, if I go. <laughs> Otherwise, I was there. If you miss me, sorry. Yeah. And you also yeah. do streams on Friday nights. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm going to start streaming some more. Uh, this weekend might my see some. <laughs> there might be some activity this weekend. Uh, otherwise, it's going to start back in May. Because work has taken away some of my free time, and so has holidays, and so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this month has just been very busy. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing your streams again. I'll try to figure out some world building that doesn't go down strange rabbit holes, maybe. <laughs> or, <laughs> but rabbit holes are fun! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so before we go, we'd just like to say thank you to our listeners. I guess I I would like to say thank you to our listeners and our you. guest hosts. Chet, Maxine, and Zainar, thank you for coming on to the show. I really appreciate it. Anytime. We'd also like to thank our sponsors, Tabletop Loot, Founders Coffee, and RPG Kitchen. For those who do not know yet, we are partnered with the Steel Empire Network. We are incredibly proud to be alongside some amazing podcasts, such as A Quest for Magic and Steel and Arc City, which... Just to let you know, Arc City Season 2 just started, mm-hmm. and we highly recommend it. If you missed the last Thread Raider episode, we are sad to inform everyone that our co-host Grizzwix is no longer going to be podcasting with us. Sad day. We wish him the best, and he will be sorely missed. To recover yeah. from our loss, the Thread Raiders podcast may need to take a short break for a while. But have no fear, this will not be the last time you will hear from us. Yeah. If you enjoyed our show, give us a tweet to help spread the word, or follow us on one of our social media sites. Go to threadraiders.com for all of our links, such as Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, etc., etc., etc. Boom! We did it! Yay! Yay! Yes! <laughs>